Hello, welcome everybody. How's it hanging? How's it happening? You guys know this is Kevin from the Core Progression Podcast. Hey, everybody. We are looking at June 7th already. It's a Tuesday, and the band we're talking to today has an album coming out on Friday, June 10th. Now, let me tell you this about the album before we get going into it. Is it an album of the year contender? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is. It is that good. Before we jump in, though, I want to thank our sponsors. First, we have Phoenix Fitness. Summer is here. Festival season is here. You want to make sure that, you know, when it comes to festival season, you know, you're able to last for, you know, four days of mosh and going crazy and not, you know, just be like, oh, God, I'm done with this. Kill me. No, no, no. So you want to achieve those fitness goals so that you can get to that point. So you might go to the gym. You might be, you know, running, lifting, doing all that stuff, hitting the car. So might be working outside, might be trying to do anything to achieve those fitness goals for any given reason. You know me, it's all for the mosh pit though, you know, Woo! but you also want to make sure you prepare and recover, right? So your body can, you know, maximize itself and achieve those fitness goals. That's where Phoenix Fitness comes in with many different supplements to help you achieve those goals, such as pre-workouts, both sim and sim free to help you get going, you know, and amped up during those workouts. B-cellular recovery compounds will help your body uh, absorb absorb a bunch of those nutrients, you know, post-workout. Creatine help you build muscle. Protein blends help you build muscle with AM uh, blends, PM blends, plant-based blends, collagen blends, or yourself for your whey blends directly after your workout. Boom, they have that for you. Multivitamins, literally anything you might need to achieve your fitness goals, Phoenix Fitness has for you. So our listeners get 15 for use code. M-S-O-T-D and MXFit.com. Link description to the podcast. I'm going to the promo code. Thank you, Phoenix Fitness. Our second sponsor is Custom Debut. So do you want to be the coolest, coolest, coolest cat in your dorm room, in your apartment, in your house, in your basement, in your garage, in your office, really anywhere you might want to be like, hey, look at the cool code poster I got. It's all about my music, man. Yeah. So where do you go to do that? Custom Debut is where you go to do that. Here's what you go to Custom Debut's website and you type the name of band that you like. I'm going to use Future Palace on this one because this is just kind of cool. Yeah, that's actually the band we have on the podcast day. We'll go to that a little bit later. Now, I can pick their new album, Run, which comes out on June 10th, or I can give them a song like the single Paradise. And what the custom views will do is they'll create a custom poster for me based off that information. They will create a custom poster based off the album artwork, off of one of the videos, off the lyrics of the song, off the track listing. And when they are done within 48 hours, they will send me a proof. And if I like it, I can be like, yeah, run with it. If I don't like it, I can tell them what changes I want to it. They'll make those changes. And when I'm satisfied, boom, then we run it. And they will send it to another poster paper, canvas print, or is it aluminum freaking sign? Now, you want to make your neighbors jealous. You want to make Jim jealous because he might have a better lawn than you do. That's where you get that aluminum poster for future palaces. Be like, whoa, where'd you get that? And be like, custom debuts. Bitch. So our listeners get 10% use code CPP10 on Custom Debut's website. Link description of the podcast along with the promo code. We also sponsoring When We Were Hungry Festival happening out in Las Vegas on October 20th and 21st. Memes in the Dreams, Pancakes in the Pit, podcast bands will be playing there, including Modern Day Escape, Saving Vice, Outlier, Along Came a Spider, plenty more like Dropout King, Scarlet O'Hara, A Skylit Drive, and there are plenty more still to, you know, maybe still be announced, but Here's what you're gonna do. There's a website for when we were hungry festival. It's in the description of the podcast. Go there, check out the lamp, and if tickets are available at this point, go and get them. You're not gonna want to miss out on pancakes in the pit, baby. So yeah, now it's time for feature presentation. So I have Maria from the German band Future Palace on the podcast. Now, the band. Let's take a look. See, post hardcore with influences also coming from Electronica Soul, 80 Synth, but I've been compared to Holy Naps and Spirit Box, Paris. Bring me the rise in while she sleeps. So 
Run is incredibly dynamic. Let's just put it that way. Maria uses unclean vocals a, a lot more, maybe, you know, a lot more on this album. And I, I tell you this, this album is absolutely fantastic. If you like Spirit Box, if you like Bring Me the Rise, if you like Welsh, if you like Bad Omens, you're going to really love this album. Trust me on that. Uh, so Maria comes on the podcast. We talk about the album. We also talk about her voice. We also talk about, you know, what she's learned from touring, the band's growth, what they're doing to continue to grow, and the importance of doing all of these things and how it feels like second nature to them, all because of their love and passion for wanting to make this as successful as possible. So please welcome Maria from Future Palace to the podcast. This is a great one. You're not going to miss out on it. You're not going to miss out on that album. Are you guys ready? <clears throat> Let's go! I can't do unclean vocals, so... Yeah. Well, 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 ladies and boys and girls, listeners of the Chord Progression Podcast. This band came across my radar thanks to Adam Splitter PR, and I looked at what they had going on. It was like a post-hardcore band influence in electronica, soul, 80 synth, but then I saw their like bands they've been compared to. It was like Holding Absence, who I really like, Spirit Box, Paris, Bring Me the Horizon, and While She Sleeps. And I'm looking at this thinking, okay, there's definitely going to be something here. Like, I just got to listen to this. I listened to the band, their single Paradise, which is out now. It's off of their new album, Run, which comes out on June 10th, 2022. And let me put it this way. After I heard that one song, I was absolutely hooked. Like, I'm like, I need to know more about this band. I want to get him on the podcast. So, bing, bang, boom, we're here. So, please welcome all the way from Germany, Maria from the band Future Palace. So, Maria, welcome hey. to the Progression Podcast. <laughs> Hello. What's up? What's up? Oh, uh, nothing much. I mean, you know, I'm just happy to be doing this with you and happy to have a day full of good music. So, how are things going on your end? Uh, great. Um, we just got back from touring with NSOK. Uh, which you can probably hear by my voice. So don't be uh, confused about that. It's a little, I don't know, tired. Uh, yeah, we have like a few days off and then we're back on track with them, back with, on the bus, um, saving some energy right now. And yeah, excited for the release from our album, which is happening next month already. So quickly, suddenly. Well, I mean, that's kind of one thing I've seen happen. It's like you get a lot of bands right now that are releasing new material because, of course, during the pandemic, it's what else is there to do when everything was shut down, but right, work mm. on new material, everything around there. But one thing I've been seeing around a lot of bands is just the material that's been released has been of such high quality, such going in different directions, trying many different things. And with your album, I mean, that that's just basically like scratching the surface of it because this album has so many different things going on in there. But it was like a band, like a, there was a band called Wind Waker from Australia with their some I called it like a cohesive chaos where it was just all over the place, but everything worked together. Mm. This had that exact same feel, but in more of like a heavier sense. I'm just like, oh. <laughs> I'm loving this shit. <laughs> so you just recently heard about us with this new song. Yep, I, I first heard about you. I got I got like a press release for it. I'm like, okay, let's check this out. Let's check out Paradise. And all of a sudden, right from the get-go, I mean, I just kind of looked at this, was listening to it, had my hand on my head like this on my <laughs> desk. I'm just thinking, where has this been? Like, why did this like just come through my like radar <laughs> now? <laughs> I'm happy it came there because finally people, like more people see us even overseas, not only here in Germany or Europe. Uh, so it's so nice to finally be able to reach people and more people, more people. It's so cool. 
Oh, it is. Even I've sent some people, like, so, I've sent some people I know, like, the song. I'm like, just check this out, see what you think. And a lot of the comments I get back, I'm like, it's like, we wanted more stuff, like, you know, like, we're, we're like, we're looking for something, you know, kind of like that, that, emo- like, emotion of spirit box. And it's like, this song hits it. And now I'm telling them, like, mm-hmm. I can't send you more stuff than, you know, that's already out there. But trust me, there is so much more depth than just that. It's like, mm-hmm. holy crap. It's just, this album is just, I'll put it this way. I've got a list above my desk that has like my top 10 albums of 2022, just a rundown. So like at the end of the year, I can kind of like pick it together. And mm. after listening through this one time through, I'm like, I'm pulling down the list off. I'm putting it down my desk, grabbing a marker, writing future palace run on there. And I'm putting it right back up there. Wow. Oh yeah. That's wow. What an honor. Oh my God. Yeah. I don't know. I'm excited how people will react. Uh, so far we have like a few singles out there, which people seem to like, uh, even though they are pretty different. If, like a world in tears for example which was one of our singles is pretty poppy and then we came with flames which is really like harsh compared to it and now this sing- single seems to be more likable for both worlds like for softer and also people who like metal it's so nice to see reactions uh, to it also like we had a few reactions from youtube already it's so fun to see it's it's crazy i, I still I'm, I'm still like in a weird world because we just had our first tour ever first headline tour and i saw so many people in real life uh that that listen to us and i didn't even know people like know us in real life it's so crazy it's honestly crazy (laughs) but i mean that just sort of validates what you have been doing with the band and what the band has been completed over you know the past couple of years and especially during the pandemic and just with the release of the single so far off of this record with how people are listening to and how people are just connecting to them and just having that moment of you know they hear the songs, they connect to them, they want to know more about the band, and whenever they get a chance to go and see you play live, you know, you guys are traveling around Europe, all of a sudden, it's like a, it's, it's like a must-see kind of thing. It's There's no doubt in my mind where all of a sudden it's, you know, the tour release comes out, those posters come out, and all of a sudden it's like you look at the tour dates, and if you see one that's like, you know, anywhere within two hours, three hours travel distance of you, there is no doubt in my mind all of a sudden people are going to be like, yeah, we have to go now. <laughs> Oh, that yeah, that would be, it's amazing. I don't know, it's amazing to see how people like us and the music. Um, I, I just can't believe it still because it happened so quickly, everything. And then with the pandemic, as you said, you didn't get any feedback and couldn't do much besides writing songs, which we did um, to kind of survive the stupid time. And um, now this is so overwhelming, so in a nice way, overwhelming in the nicest way possible, actually. Again, it's just kind of adding to that like validation of the hard work you're putting into this and just everything of like every bit of passion you're putting into this, just really coming out, connecting with people. And you're seeing the success come off of that now, even, you know, might be it's like, you know, kind of someone came out of nowhere, maybe, maybe came a little bit quicker than some other bands, but that's just the way that life is. Sometimes it hits real quickly. Sometimes it takes some time to hit, but it all depends upon how your sound and how your music is going to mm. impact people. And with the singles you have out now, yeah, you do go through a vast array of different sounds, different uh, influences. So when people do listen to it, it's kind of like there's a song where you can get into it no matter what. And even if you don't like one, you might like the other a lot more. But again, like when it comes to Paradise, it seems like that's kind of like the cohesive, along with Heads Up as well, kind of like the cohesive singles where everyone can come together. And it's like, these are the songs that everyone enjoys and just, can everyone can vibe with no matter where your you know personal music taste really live it's on a heavier side it's on a softer side a more alternative side or mm-hmm. a more let's jump into a mosh pit and go absolutely ape crazy side yes. like me 
Yeah, actually, that's funny that you also feel this way because we also have Paradise on tour and the, we noticed that Paradise and even Heads Up are the songs where everyone has a lot of fun, like or most of the fun, actually, because everyone knows the song and then everyone goes crazy with these. It's so nice to uh, play them live. So you have to see it when we're there some sometime. <laughs> well, that's going to mean it means one of two things. One, it means that hopefully, you know, you know, maybe late 2022 after the uh, album release or maybe sometime in 2023, you know, future pals going to head over to the United States and all of a sudden I'm going to have some fun in the pit for those. Or mm. hopefully uh, if everything finally comes into fruition, I've been trying to get back over to Europe since 2019 after I like, was there for a week. I'm like I got to go back there now. And my sole purpose of wanting to go back there is just traveling around to as many places as possible. And every single night I want to go and see a concert and I want to go and see a band <laughs> I've had on the podcast before and see him play, you know, either in their like like a hometown show or just like a home country show and just really get into that whole entire just just get a whole new experience with a whole another group of, like a whole different culture but within mm. the same rock and metal culture as well and just experience all that and just have so much fun doing every the, everything of that every step of the way along with supporting all the bands i've had in the podcast that i've absolutely enjoyed which has been like a hundred percent of the bands i've had in the podcast not gonna lie <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, sounds like a good plan. Let's do both. Let's do both. <laughs> We're coming there and then you come here as well. <laughs> See, now, I, I like that idea. I really like that idea because then it, it involves, you know, seeing more Future Palace live. It also involves you guys traveling over to the United States, touring the U.S. and really bringing more of your sound and getting more people into the band here. Along with that, it also means me going over to Europe and, you know, getting yes. to see you guys play live in Europe and also travel around Europe and all of a sudden, who knows, all of a sudden I could start one spot, see you guys, all of a sudden towards the end of my trip, make it around to a completely different spot and all of a sudden, oh, hey, Future Palace is playing again. <laughs> yeah, buy the <laughs> ticket. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yes, that'd be amazing. I'd love to travel again also to the US. I've been there only once. My siblings live there, uh, three of them. So uh, it would be amazing to play there. I would really love uh, to. And I think we would fit on the US I don't know, market or genre with the other bands. I think it would be really cool to meet other bands from there. After listening to the album, I mean, there is a definite market here for your sound in the U.S. and there is a definite fit as well. I mean, I'm just thinking about a couple of different things. One is, you know, we have there's a bunch of different festivals that always happen around the summer. I mean, I'm going to one at, like towards the end of May and then I've got one in October as well. But there's plenty others as well. And it's just the vast array of music that ends up coming through there is you're always going to end up finding fans there, but also with your sound, with the dynamics behind it. And also with, you know, a little bit kind of like a little bit more of a lean to the heavier side as well. There's a lot of bands here in the U S where all of a sudden, if you got put on a tour with them, it's just, it would fit no matter what the energy flow would fit. The vibe would fit. So all of a sudden, if you get put on a tour with, let's say spirit box or put on a tour with bad mm. omens, or I'm trying to think of a couple I mean, hey, I mean, I'm not even gonna lie. Put put you on a tour with like Kill Switch Engage and Light the Torch, and this absolutely works every step of the way. It's the dynamics that your band has with Future Palace. There is a lot of bands in the rock and metal scene where you could be placed with them and the energy flow just completely works. It's oh, it's kind of like it, I can't see any band in the rock and metal scene not wanting to go on tour with you. And Aww. because there's no way that there's gonna be any sort of like fan misconnection or any like it's too far away from other genres. No, no, no. It just fits no matter what. Oh, that's cool to hear. Yeah, that's cool to hear. It's funny because we're going on tour uh, at the end of the year with a pretty different genre with with a band called Battle Beast. Uh, so ex I'm excited to see how that will work out. Um, 
because it's really different from what we're doing ourselves. But sometimes it might work as well when you have like two different genres or similar genres because it's more like it's metal, but like more like power metal, I think. But yeah, I would really go crazy to have like a tour with, I don't know, Bad Omens or Beartooth or some someone like that. Or like goals would be like Bring Me the Horizon or something. That would be a goal or Paris. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited if that might happen at some point. That would be goals, honestly. But also, um, we never, not yet, but we will next week, never played our songs in another country yet. Um, yeah, next week is the first time. So I'm... For me, it's really interesting or it would be really interesting to see native English speakers listening or reacting to our songs because they're all written in English. And here in Germany or Europe, it's more like, yeah, we like the music, but I feel like less people really notice the lyrics. I'm not sure if that will change in the UK or in America, but or Australia, whatever. So I'm really excited to see the difference in the reactions. Well, I can guarantee you is you're going to get a different reaction from it because when you put those lyrics in English, it's there are certain things that we pick up on, especially if you're more of, if you're a native English speaker, whether it's like, you know, you're from the UK, from the US, from Australia, there's just a difference there. And I understand putting these songs out in English as well, because usually when it comes to music, when it comes to really connecting with the larger, a larger audience, it seems like everyone has an, a much, you know, I would not say easier time, but it's just a much more connective time with English, especially with mm -hmm. how big, especially rock wrestling here over in the US, you have the UK as well. You have Australia, major markets all across the world for this right. stuff. And it just, I, I really don't know the best, best way to describe it, but I mean, a lot of bands that are, you know, in rock and metal that come from European countries where English is not the native language, they end up putting their lyrics in English anyway. There are some mm -hmm. bands that, you know, sometimes you have songs that are in different languages. I've seen songs where all of a sudden bands have done like a mix of English and Russian, English and German mm -hmm. in the same song. And it all depends upon how you can connect with it, how the flow of it is. Because even when you can't understand the lyrics, one of the best things to do to get the emotion of the song is listen to the instrumentals, listen to the vocal pattern, listen to the yeah. clean, unclean vocals, listen to the pitch of everything. And even if you don't understand the lyrics, you can get behind the story of the song just through feeling that emotion. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think, I mean, yeah, we all speak English here, but I think it might be a little different just for a native speaker, but I'm not sure. Also, I'm like, oh, I hope they don't judge my like writing or language skills. <laughs> because uh, yeah, it's it's sometimes I think it's like a little too cringy or something <laughs> that I write down because I'm not, not a native speaker but I write them myself. So it's really nice that nobody seems to be like, oh, this is so weird. Like you can tell she's German, <laughs> that she, what she's writing and singing. But it's a big compliment for me when people just vibe with the song. It's really cool. Well, even when like the songs have been able to like look up the lyrics too and actually trying to follow along with the lyrics and really understand the meaning of the songs from those that I've seen written down, the ones that I haven't seen written down with lyrics or like the ones that have been released yet, you know, having to listen to and figure it out on my own, the pattern of speech and the way everything is constructed with the poetry behind it, I'm, I'm not going to lie, it was really... Um, I would say easy to follow from my perspective as a native English speaker, mm. where it wasn't just, you know, it's like these words like, okay, that's kind of like broken English way. No, it's very cohesive, very flowing. Mm. And a lot of this does really make sense. So a lot of native English speakers, again, US, UK, Australia, or people that are really strong with English as a second or third language, they're going to be able to pick up on this and really flow along with it. So when it comes to playing these songs in other countries and, you know, playing them over the UK, 
when you, I mean, it's not, it's not an if, it's when you come over to the U.S. to play these, you're going to see that sort of connection to it where people are just really connecting even deeper on it, especially mm. when they hear the lyrics, understand them a, a little bit more, and then, of course, vibe along with the song and really feel that emotion that's being put out there. Yeah. Oh, man, I'm really excited for, for that to happen. I hope it's going to happen soon. <laughs> I really hope. Late 2022, 2023, we'll see what happens. But I mean, that's, mm -hmm. that's my guess, especially after listening to this album. 2023 is going to be the latest potential because, <laughs> Thanks. again, I just looked, I was listening to this thing. It's just after going through, it was like, wow, <laughs> why have I never listened to this band before this? But hey, better late than never. <laughs> yes. Welcome to the family. Perfect. <laughs> well, thank you. And then I know you said you're going on the road with uh, with Battle Beast toward the towards the end of the year. When I saw that, I I had the same thought process. I'm like, is this gonna really work out? And then I listen to the the music. I'm just like, yeah, this is gonna work out just fine. Okay, cool. Okay, okay, cool. Because I I I didn't decide that. I wasn't the one who who made this up. I I was like, yeah, let's do it. Okay, because I'm, I I didn't hear hear of them before, uh, because I don't personally listen to this type of metal. Um, but I'm open to it and I'm really excited how it's going to go. I am probably a really different crowd and different vibe, but we, we're going to be open for it and just make the best out of it and have fun on this tour. So I'm really excited to yeah, see how the people are and how what the difference is like. Oh, I'm, the I, there's going to be a difference in there and the fans that are going to be listening. It's like, of course, they're coming and they're really coming for Battle Beast. They're going to be expecting... Yeah. You know, they, they're going to like that more power metal style that Battle Beast has. But where I see the difference coming in is, you know, listening to your music, all of a sudden it's just, especially, I'm going to use Paradise. Say, say you open up with Paradise. Just mm -hmm. when you come through and you just kind of just come in with that heavier sound, with those unclean vocals, with more of that metalcore backing, it's the energy that's provided behind there and the intensity mm -hmm. that's provided behind there that a lot of those Battle Beast fans are probably going to be like, they're gonna, there's going to be some sort of connective feeling in there where it might not be as fast, but the intensity matches up perfectly. So all of a sudden, mm. that's when you see the floor open up and you see all those <laughs> crazy guys in the pit, you know, throwing, you know, pushing each other, throwing shoulders and everybody. And then, of course, at the end of the song, we're all going to, you know, throw the horns up and you go, woo! And then, of course, high five <laughs> each other in the pit, probably give each other a couple of hugs because it's just like, you know, we went through this and it was mm. awesome. <laughs> Yeah, I'm excited for it. It's all new experiences. We we haven't played this many gigs, so I take all of them and enjoy them as much as I can. And it's beautiful to be playing again after this time. And um, yeah, I can't wait to keep going, even though my voice is already like pretty tired. But um, I'm relaxing right now to for it to get better. And um, yeah, it's it's such a nice feeling to see people enjoying these songs uh, live and singing along even, which I wasn't expecting at all, uh, that they know the lyrics. So it's a dream come true, honestly, already now. So nice. Now, let me ask you this question, you know, especially, you know, playing these live shows, especially, you know, coming out of the pandemic, has, and especially with all these new songs as well, along with the the vast um what's the best way the vast variety of vocals that you use in this from unclean to clean to kind of more of this sonic flowing feel different pitches all over the place where it's you know there's so many different styles that you're working within here has it been a challenge you know playing these songs live especially you know maybe starting out it, like coming out you know first day of the couple first couple days of the tour or was it something where it's like you know the energy and the adrenaline was just flowing to the point where when you're up on stage nothing else mattered except just delivering what you knew you could Mm. 
Yeah, I mean, on stage, it was exactly what you said, delivering all I could. I was always trying to do all I can do to like yeah. get everyone involved and have a good time and give all my energy. Um, the only thing that was pretty rough right now is that we only had two days off between our first headline tour and this now support tour. So I was like, oh, <laughs> I was actually dying. I was just laying here. I couldn't even stand up. I was like, whoa, that's my body. I, like after, because the, the contrast of the last years and now is extreme. It's like nothing and then everything at once. Um, I was trying to prepare, uh, like prepare my voice and my body, but it's different when it hits in real, real life. Um, like sleeping on a bus and then carrying so much stuff around and talking so much after the show, which is the most dangerous part, actually. I didn't think about that um, because the shows itself, they, they were pretty easy for me or like, well, not easy, but they were okay for me for my voice. But then the talking afterwards, because I talk a lot and I was talking to everyone who was there until the clubs closed and uh, kicked us out, basically. <laughs> um, so that's when my voice started to get, like get a little tired and I noticed it a little too late and that's why it's a little yeah tired now. Um, but yeah, for like, um, it's my first time doing many gigs with uh, screams because I've never done this in my life before. Uh, the first two we did were only clean vocals. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm getting to know my own voice right now again, because I, I have to see where my limits are. I have to see how much I can talk in a day or what I can do and what not. And yeah, it's, it's still a journey right now to get to know, but um, it works fine so far. And just keep going through and keep working through that learning process, especially with, you know, using, you know, more unclean vocals, which I, I will be completely honest with you. The, the more you include them in your songs, especially where they fit, the, the better these are. Because, like, listening to them, I mean, oh. the unclean vocals, again, again, a first song I listened to was Paradise. Right when I heard them, I had that moment of just kind of, well, I was working, just had a had, had a plane, I was working on something else for my full-time job. And right when I heard them, I literally kind of was in my chair, just like, <laughs> Nice, that's the reaction we wanted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and then going through the rest of the album is just the use of those unclean vocals just kept adding to the experience because it wasn't oversaturated and it was in the parts of the songs where all of a sudden it needed to be put out there. It needed for that emotion to really hit. It needed for us to feel that, you know, in more intense feels of, you know, potential anger, potential desperation, mm -hmm. just whatever really could come out there and just really blasting it, you know, to us. It really did fit. And when you're saying, you know, you have to be more careful about, you know, talking after the show because that's the most dangerous part. Oh, oh, I can totally understand that. I was at a mm -hmm. show um, at the end of April. It was Caskets, Holy Absence, Thornhill, mm -hmm. and Dayseeker. Oh, and I, I want to be there as well. That sounds amazing. Oh, all four wow. bands. Wow, I love all, all of them. <laughs> I'll say all four bands are absolutely fantastic. And I wanted to talk to the guys in Caskets. I've had them on the podcast twice. Plus, because of that, I had a case of beer for them in my car that I wanted to give them. So at the merch table, I was talking to their bassist and their drummer. And of course, those guys are, you know, talking like free, yeah. freely as all ever. They don't really care. We're just having a good time. But I always want I want to talk to their lead singer because I've had him on twice, too. And, I, you know, we were always talking back and forth about a couple different things. And I got to talk to him for maybe like a minute and a half. And he's like, I don't want to talk too much because I don't want to blow out my voice. I'm just like. I got you, man. He's smart. He's smart. <laughs> I didn't know that before. Nobody gave me a briefing about that. I now you, you just know that from experience. And um, 
it's the worst feeling to be honest the like the last show we did um just a few days ago a lot of things happened like one of the support band singers she broke her foot on stage on the second song right before that we also had some issues and i already noticed how my voice was like leaving so we all were like struggling it was pretty rough um and i noticed in one song because i didn't have enough rest sometimes that happens that my voice just didn't get out like i was like oh my fucking what am i gonna do now <laughs> I was just turning around. I was looking to Manuel on the guitar and I'm like, what? and he's like, what? Because uh, he was like, what is she going to do? Like, are we going to quit or what? And I was like, no, let's just keep going. And then I, I let them sing. And then at some point my voice came back, luckily. Uh, finally, it was only the clean vocals I had issues with. Um, but yeah, that happens when you don't get enough rest. And now I learned that I actually just bought, uh, ordered a inhalator. Is that how you call it in English? To in inhale like oils and uh, stuff like that yeah like uh like a kind of like a ventilator like a humidifier in a way yeah i think that's what it is just just for touring and um an electric one and, and now i just ordered it and i will totally use it every day i also bought like um like uh things it's called galo revoice or something it's for your voice after you sing and now i will take care so much more like, I, yeah, I need to take care a lot more because now I notice, okay, it's a lot rougher than I imagined because it's not only t um, talking and singing, it's also your body is like really tired mm -hmm. because you carry a lot, you sleep not that well, maybe in a bus with, and then you drink, some people drink all the time. I don't even smoke and drink that. I don't smoke at all and I don't drink much. But I, uh, after the second night, I was like, okay, I need to stop drinking at all because <laughs> it dries out your throat and everything. And the next day you just sound worse and worse and worse. So big respect for everyone uh, who does this all the time because, yeah, it's not that easy. Um, you have to watch out as a singer. You have so to be the boring one. <laughs> well, now that you're, you know, talking about uh, like those like humidifiers, like inhaler things where it's just uh, help, you know, feel your voice. I know exactly what they look like because, again, after that show with uh, Cass and Holy Absence, like I got to hang out with them in the tour bus for a little bit, and they had two of those on the table. I could not really? figure out what they were. I, it was like yeah. it had like the mask thing in it, like and <laughs> it was perfect for them. Like, what the hell are those things? And I could never figure it out because I was always talking to the lead singer of Holy and Absence about some, and we started sharing stupid stories about when they were in like uh, in uh, primary school. It was just like, okay, this is kind of funny, but oh I God. couldn't. I kept looking, thinking like, what are they? And now it totally makes sense and why it was to him because uh, both those bands are on the same bus. It's like those two guys have to be using this stuff to, you uh, know, calm down their voice and just heal it up so that when they go and play shows night after night, especially mm -hmm. you got like a five, six straight show run before you have a day off. Yeah, you're yeah. going to want to make sure that voice is healed up because the last thing you want to do is all of a sudden come play a show and, you know, all, you know, have your voice just not be on par and then people leave and it's like, you know, I like the band, but there was something up about the voice. No, 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 no. Yeah. You don't want any of that. Exactly. And that's, I was really close to that and I was like, oh my God, this is the last thing someone ever wants to experience. It's like a nightmare because you know you can do it and it's not your fault. It's just the voice can't do it anymore. And that's the stupid thing about being a singer. You have to really like watch out and watch out. And it's funny to hear that because I just came up with the idea. Like I was researching and I didn't even talk to any other singers how to do it. So it seems like it's a good idea. Good to know. Because yeah, the only way to uh, reach your vocal cords is through, um, not gas, but through like, yeah, hu humidifiers. It's not water. It's not like it works as well, but the best way is with air, like fresh air and everything, because you can't touch them with water or anything. 
yeah and then not uh, using them too much as well but yeah funny that they have them Good, yeah, good it know. just it just like clicked in my head when you were talking. I'm like, wait, I finally figured out what those things were. It took me <laughs> yes. a week to figure out what they were. I've been on this for a whole week. It helps that you said that. Oh, just like, hell. boom. That's so funny. Yeah, we're like weird creatures. We, we singers are like really, we have like, we're, they call us maybe drama queens, but we have to be dramatic to take care <laughs> with our weird tools. And other people have these straws and then they do bubbles and stuff. Um, I don't have these, uh, but it's funny what kind of gadgets everyone has on tour. I mean, one one other thing I've heard was, uh, I think this was from uh, Lacey Sturm, you know, formerly a Flyleaf. What Ooh. she would do is it was always like a mixture of honey and water, kind of like coat the throat uh. so that it wasn't like when you're doing like those harsher vocals, there's some sort of, it's just not as rough on them. I mean, I think that was the case behind it. I really am not sure what it was, but I know the honey water was a thing though. Oh, that sounds kind of disgusting though. Honey water, like why not just tea? And then <laughs> and throw some honey oh, yeah. in there. But I, I guess it all depends upon the properties of whatever's whatever type of tea you take and whatever's in that tea. So it, yeah. it could be either or. It is insane. I I learned so much in just a few days because also about tea. I I was reading like a lot of tea types are really good for the throat. Some are drying. Like um, uh, I don't even know the English words for Camilla and uh, all of this. Uh, and then I went to a um a boutique i don't know where you get your medicine from here and i was like going to i'm like can you please give me something to get my voice back it's like i don't even know at this point just give me like some pills or something like to give me some liquid and i kept telling her what tea i was drinking she's like oh my god yeah that's actually drying out your throat i'm like oh my god how should i know <laughs> it's like what it's just tea i thought it's okay you know but yeah tea, that tea was supposed to be healthy and now it's yes. drying my throat what is this madness <laughs> no but now i am more careful now i know better and it will get better from now on i hope but ex experience <laughs> is going to be the most important thing in you know understanding this and learning this because you could have heard so many different stories about this you know from the past but now the fact that you went through this and you uh went through the previous tour and all of a sudden that last night it's like okay my voice is just not there it's you know leaving me it's gone how do I prevent this from happening again? It's, you know, you have the motivation to really look into this so that when you do go back out, then mm -hmm. it's okay. And when you go out with Battle Beast later in the year, it's like, okay, the focus is definitely going to be on making sure that we stay healthy, that we keep the voice ready to go so that when we go out on stage, you know, you go out on stage, you're going to be able to put all the energy in there and you're able to hit those vocals perfectly. And mm -hmm. that's going to add to your performance. It's going to add to the energy. It's going to add to, yes. you know, the overall cohesive unit that is the band. And then all your energy, you know, we're going to be down in the crowd looking at this and we're just going to be like, well, they're giving out all the energy that they possibly can. Now let's yes. freaking throw down and have some fun. And I mean, who knows? All of a sudden you could be putting out the exact same kind of energy and that's the exact same kind of like, just a full-on energetic style because i know you mentioned Beartooth earlier it's like maybe it's like watching caleb shomo on stage where it's just like anytime you look up there it's like you could be the slightest bit tired and at that point it's like your energy level just goes from like here to just like it's all yes here. yes yes that's the goal honestly it's just funny because when you think about touring you think about like having fun and going crazy and i didn't know beforehand how much yeah rest i need because I was like, yeah, let's have fun after, like, let's just have fun on this tour. And then I, the second night uh, on the Nightliner, I'm, we're on the Nightliner with NSOK. 
and um, they were putting on songs like old trashy songs that they love like Britney Spears and Backstreet Boys and I was like I have to sing along I need to sing along I just want to have fun but then I noticed my voice was leaving and leaving I'm like ah oh, man what am I going I have to be the boring one now but uh, yeah so you have to see what's the priority you have to be good for the show not for for the backstage <laughs> or if they do that in the next year where you're gonna have to do is like often they play the backstreet boys you know everyone's like going i want it that way tell me why you're gonna have to just be like mm, mm, yeah i did that at some point yeah <laughs> <laughs> i tried to like do something i just kept dancing more and stuff like that instead of singing but yeah we, i will find my way it's it's working better already <laughs> Again, it, over time, you'll find out exactly what works for you, what works best with your voice, what works to heal it up, and then just go from there. And of course, you know, time experience, it's all going to be helpful for you, especially as the release of this record comes out, as the Battle Beast tour comes in, and then whatever else comes after that. Maybe yes. a tour with, I'm just going to, maybe a tour with Spirit Box, maybe a tour with Bear maybe a tour with Bad Omens. Heck, all of a sudden, you never know. I might see all of a sudden a 2023 tour. When all of a sudden you guys are opening up, it's like, well, who's the headliner? We're going to be playing in front of like 5,000 people a night because you're opening for a day to remember. <laughs> wow, that, whew, uh, that is a childhood dream of mine. That's, I don't know. I've, I've, if that happens, I'm going to freak out. <laughs> if that happens, I think the only thing that you would do in that moment would be disrespect your surroundings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Oh my god, yeah, that'd be wow. I hope it might happen soon. I, I'm we're just trying all we can, honestly, all we can and even more to reach all these things quickly and play the entire world if possible and use this time now to have a great time. And so so yeah. can I if you don't mind me asking, like you said you're mm -hmm. trying to do as as much as you can to get to that point where all of a sudden you're touring the world and you're going out and living your dream that way and just continuing on the path that what have been some things that the band has been doing now in order to achieve that, especially with the upcoming release of Run? Um, it's been quite a few things. So we are, uh, I don't know how much I can share, but for example, almost all of our off days are mostly band days, always. Like for, for example, now I also still have a part-time job and we all do. So we're trying to get some money, but then almost all our off days are always for band things. Like we're planning, I don't know, new stickers or merch things for tour, uh, new merch designs, uh, new music videos, uh, or we shot a lot of music videos on like off days. And um, I think Manuel was even, our, like our guitar player was already thinking about new songs even and keep researching. And there's always something, it's mainly our drummer, who's also a manager, it's like we have this app called Slack. I don't know if you use it as well. Uh, it's Not like really. a working, yeah, it's a working app. And this freaking app, I'm, I'm going insane sometimes because every day there's a notification. Every day there's something with the band. It's crazy. I, I don't even know what because it's so much. I'm, I, do, I do it and then I delete it from my head because I'm like, I'm going <laughs> to... I don't even know what, what it is sometimes. Like a few interviews now as well, which what this is pretty easy compared to like other tasks and then promotion stuff I remember um, but we're always looking for new gigs as well we have our like our other management tandem management um, they are also great we, we just currently started working with them with Connor from he's cool he's super cool and he he comes up with different things as well like radio interview recently and he reaches out to so many people and then um, that we could tour with maybe or yeah it's 
I don't know, it's crazy. And then, of course, preparing for the gigs as, as good as possible. I think I even tried to do it for two years. I tried to improve my singing. I did it every week, uh, once in the rehearsal room. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I'm thinking about other things. I never actually uh, listed all of this and <laughs> talked about it. It's just a daily thing. So I don't even, I can't even remember like all at once. You know, it's a pretty, it's twisted. <laughs> so many different things. Oh, I can easily understand oh. where you're coming from. So don't worry about that. Where the thing that it actually impresses me the most is just the fact that there is so much going on and there is so much, you know, work on always improving, especially you said, you know, working on your voice every day for two years to improve it. And then there's always a notification. It's like every single day where, mm -hmm. okay, you know, this new thing's coming in for the, like this new thing we got to talk about, this new thing we got to work on and taking any off day that you have to focus in on the band. I mean, that mm -hmm. just comes to the point where if you really want something, I mean, you got to, the grind and the hustle for it, you have to go for it. And if you yeah. really want it, you're going to end up putting in all the time in there. And it's not going to feel like this overly burdened, you know, feel of work just because this is what you want to do. This is what you care exactly. for. This is this is the life behind it. And this is what you really want to do to go and achieve your dream. And the fact that you couldn't list off everything because it is just a daily process. So it's just embedded in your mind. And it's just kind of, yeah. it, it's understood. So it's just, there's things you're thinking about. It's like, oh, I do these every day. We do these every day as a band to help out the band. But when we think about it, it's like sometimes those things escape us just because we kind of assume that, you know, Maybe other bands are doing it just because that's what we do. And it's just, we do it consistently. Yeah. It's that level of commitment and that level of consistency, which is why, you know, the popularity of Future Palace has begun to rise the way it has, mm -hmm. which is why you got the Enzo K tours, which is why you got Battle Beast, you know, coming up as well, which is why with the release of Run, I mean, my prediction is all of a sudden, the more it gets out there, the more online presence it has and the more people are able to connect with it and just listen to it, the more is going to come to the band, the more listens, the more mm -hmm. Spotify monthly listeners, the more people buying merch, the more people wanting to buy tickets, the more bands wanting to tour with you, and the more venues here in America wanting to somehow get you over here on any tour that they possibly can. Wow, yeah, that, that would be so amazing. It would mean it is worth every minute, which I think it is. I think it is, it is not a comfortable lifestyle. Uh, not at all, but it is passion. And I think a passionate life is better than a comfortable life for me. And um, just a few days uh, when we got back from the tour, uh, our, the guitar player and I, we um, we had the gig. It ended at about 1 a.m. And we had to drive back to Berlin from there with the train. And um, our train was leaving at 3 a.m. So we had a big time to wait. And we would arrive at 6 a.m. in Germany, uh, in, Germany uh, in Berlin, where we live. Uh, so we just had to stay awake the entire time and everything was hurting. We were like on our limits. And then when I got off the train and then I arrived home, I'm like, only a crazy person will commit to this. <laughs> I was like, all these musicians are crazy. <laughs> but it's like a love. It's like being, it's so much passion that makes up for it. And uh, if you say, if, if we end up having this nice feedback, uh, if it gets bigger and bigger, it makes up for all of this and it's absolutely worth it. But yeah, I was already like, oh man, this is like, this is a crazy life. This is crazy, like insane. <laughs> it, it is a crazy life. But again, I think you said the best. It's when you're passionate about it and you want to go and do it. 
the craziness is not going to, it's not going to seem like it's crazy. It's just going to seem normal. It's going to seem like this is yeah. what you want to do, even no matter how insane it is. I'm going to have something like that come up in October because I'm uh, the podcast is sponsoring a festival called When We Were Hungry that's happening out in Vegas, October 20th and 21st. So I'm going out there for the two days to go nuts at a festival, you know, hang out with everyone that's there and just have a good time. Mm-hmm. I got a save the date uh, wedding thing from one of my best friends. His birthday's here in my hometown on October 22nd. Oh. And I'm like, so I'm going to have to go through this whole entire festival, leave Las Vegas at like five in the morning, whatever the earliest I can get, just to come back here on like no sleep and go to your wedding. Only a crazy person would do that. Yep, that's me. Like my mind was already thinking about how is this going to work? It wasn't like, is this going to work? It's like, okay, how can I make this work? Like there is no doubt in my mind that it's going to work out. I just don't know how it's going to happen. It's a difference if you really want something because then you don't even think about how you, you just try to do it. I don't know. You just try to make it work. It's the same. I didn't even know what train we're going to get. I'm like, I'm just going to do it. <laughs> I always say this is the this is band and then this is my life. Like b- band is always uh, worth more to me. I don't know. <laughs> of course, sometimes like some things are always more precious than just the, the band. But it's like if you have a life goal, it's so nice and fulfilling to get closer to it and reach little goals one after one and see that you could achieve something when you just really work for it. It's great great feeling it's kind of like it's kind of like climbing to the top through but you know you have that ultimate goal at the top but there's always those small goals like those little like you know mm-hmm. steps of the ladder that you know oh we hit this goal we hit this goal we hit this goal to all of a sudden the point where you're gonna be looking back on that in you know a couple of years and you might be at that mountaintop point where you're just like um yeah you, okay it's like okay now we're doing a, he- a co-headlining tour you know, one in Europe and one in America, and then even a little bit in Australia. We're doing a whole co-headlining thing with Spirit Box, and we're going to be playing in front of six, 7,000 people because that's just how good the music is, and that's how many people want to show up. And not going to lie, I'd probably be at like two or three of those shows, so <laughs> I'm hoping it happens. <laughs> Same. Oh, man, yeah. I love that energy you have. That's nice. <laughs> oh, bring in the energy. So I one thing I do want to do just before we end up heading out is just because of course, you know, we've been talking a lot about the band and talking a lot about just the goals that you have and just the aspirations and the, how much work you're putting into this. I do want to ask one question about the album. I just want to just to start out with, and we know there are singles released, so I'm not going to ask about those because everyone can go and listen to them. But out of the songs that have not been released yet that will be released on the album release day, which mm-hmm. one of those do you think stands out the most and is going to be the one that people are going to be like, okay, this is the one of the deep cuts that we are just latching on to? Um, that's pretty hard to pick. It's pretty hard to pick. It's like picking between your children. <laughs> you're not the only like... person that has ever described it like that. <laughs> it's yeah, that's how it feels because each of them, we try to treat each of them as a single. We try to make it's, it's an album, but still we really try to give every song the full potential it can have. And I think they do have single potential, all of them. Um, Ha, huh, it's really hard. I have one 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 of my favorites would be um I don't know if I can say the name already probably. One of my favorites is Sleep Tight. Um mm-hmm. because it is really diverse, I think, and is really there are different things in there other songs don't have, like the C part. I think it's really this would be one song I would love to have an orchestra with or play in a really big arena or something like really crazy with other singers and I don't I think this is one song that could really touch you like emotionally maybe because it has like a different aspect and I think one 
people will really enjoy is locked probably because it's a little heavier again. Well, uh, cause I'm just taking a look at my notes that I have on the whole entire, uh, on everything. And first thing is the one that I would have picked was, was locked. I'm not going to lie. Cause Aha, there we go. Yeah. Cause the way I kind of looked at it was taking a look at it. Just the way it opens up, you have, it's kind of like, you know, rougher guitars, angrier, clean, just the way that it flows through. I'm like, this kind of has this feel of just this, this energy that like rage against the machine would have had. So it's like, now I'm mm. starting to feel that. But then all of a sudden, as you go through the verse and the chorus, the construction, I was just like locked into this. And I'm like, it absolutely has this emotional feel like mm. anything Howard Jones has touched. So Howard Jones with Kill Some Gage and Light the Torch, like just the way that Ooh. it's constructed, the way that the flow is, is like the perfect at the perfect differentiation between kind of this more intense energy and this flowing energy that's all cohesive at the exact same time. And I'm just like. This is what Ooh. stood out to me. I mean, this was the one of the deep cuts that I was listening to right before we got jumping on this and got going on this. So Ooh. that's why I stuck with Locked as mine. But I can also go into Sleep Tight a little bit as well because yeah, that that one also has something in my brain that I, like, I listened to. I like, made some connections there because when you said put an orchestral piece behind it, oh, no, that would be sick. <laughs> yes. Uh, oh, that's interesting to hear with Locked. Uh, I've never heard many people, of course, uh, giving feedback to that ever and locked was one of our first songs we've ever did as a band even before like with the first album so therefore we were like we can't listen to the song anymore and then um but we liked the song but it didn't make it to escape because it was a little too different and it sounded a little different on the demo and we made it a little different in the studio of course but still it has a lot of same parts existing since 2018 so to me it is really hard to objectively look at the song but i know like on my mind i think it's a really good song what, what we made out of it but it's just to me i listened to it so many times already that i don't know how it affects people i don't know how they're gonna like it but i think the energy as you described the energy is really there when we um we wanted to make it a single actually and it was really hard for us to pick singles and we kept um jumping between heads up and then locked again but we really wanted to do like a single for locked but then yeah now it is a little um exciting i don't know how you say present on the album <laughs> it's it's like a nice little surprise yeah it's a little surprise here. on the album yeah but even including heads up as a single as well because i'm gonna look at my little note sheet here as well like that one also had a lot of that same feel like a, like with the flow and construction kind of reminded me of howard jones with kills the gauge like the torch really taking that emotion to like a building feel really putting that out in this so when people listen to locked especially as a deep cut and compare it to Heads Up as a single, which I've already heard. I mean, th there's going to be more of that intense energy there. But the, the the flow is going to connect overall. So it's definitely going to... Honestly, it might actually have been the proper move to go with Heads Up as the single and then go with Locked as the deep cut. Because when people listen, again, there's going to be that connecting point there where everyone's people get into especially if they were fans of Heads Up, which I believe most people are because of how good of a song it is. So you. you're going to add more to it. You're going to add a completely different feel to it where it's going to... It's too complex completely different songs do not get me wrong but mm -hmm, it's just mm -hmm, cool mm -hmm. to hear both of those sides mm -hmm. yes yes uh, we also had like some funny things uh, i wonder what you think about loco loco because we keep laughing about the song because it's like a crazy piece uh, we just had so much fun doing it and it's so chaotic for once but uh, which we didn't dare to do with the other album so we even have like a few little more chaotic songs and like 
funny songs on there and um yeah all we just did all we wanted to do even all softer right, ones yeah I was like, let me jump in a little bit of sleep tight and then also loco loco as well because again again i'm the one that and like i was taking a look at like the little like the songs that i really like that were probably my favorites i put little stars next to them loco Ooh. loco actually was one of those that i put the star nice. next to but jumping into sleep tight it's like why i kind of think that orchestral piece will work in it because listening to the verse i've had the backing of the verse that keeps this electronic nature in the forefront with more of this symphonic rock flow kind of like the pretty reckless with their hard rock style meeting the symphonic flow of evanescence just and with your vocals having more of the sharpness to them just really kind of stood out but then the way that the vocals hit in the chorus had this more powerful hard rock sound with a great flow into that and they kind of reminded me a little bit of like the vocals that diamante works with at the same time as well so again looking at all these different aspects coming in here and just the powerful flow of like more of this like symphonic flow that ends up going mm -hmm. into a great chorus and sleep tight that's where I'm like, okay, now when you're saying you want to put an orchestral piece behind it, that absolutely deserves it. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, it's funny. One of the influences, like, was actually 21 Pilots for this one, which is really different. <laughs> yes. Because, like, some of the sounds and stuff like that were, like, yeah, inspired by 21 Pilots. So we try to, yeah, mix a lot of different things. A lot of different things. But not even, yeah, not one you said, but that's funny. That it gives a totally different vibe again. It, it, it all depends upon with how the influence is, where you guys are picking up the influence from, how you end up constructing mm -hmm. it with your own sound, how everything comes together. Because I think with like some of the electronic pieces that are included in that song, that's where the mm -hmm. 21 Pilots, you know, mm -hmm. influence really comes through. But then again, the flowing symphonic film, like, and just the hard rock bass behind them, like, kind of feels like, you know, maybe I'll put it this way, pretty reckless hard rock style, Evanescent symphonic mm -hmm. flow, 21 Pilots electronic overlay to really create this full entire, you know, cohesive kind of feel to it with more of this, a little bit more of an emotional sound behind it because that symphonic flow. Mm -hmm. Yeah, cool. But it's really interesting to hear. It's like the first time I'm receiving feedback for this. So super interesting. And then and, yeah. don't don't forget about Loco Loco as well, because that was yeah. just like that was a complete that was a that was a track that just like that was a track that probably just like took me back just like with the difference that it had behind it. Yeah, yeah. It is really different. It's funny because yeah, I don't know, it's a fun song to us. I mean, it has the message it has. It's about being like feeling crazy and feeling like you don't belong into somewhere, like you're too much, too too loud. And I think the song describes it perfectly and sounds exactly what it feels like to be a little like over the top all the time. And so, yeah, it, it might be a little too much for some people, I think, a little too like crazy. Yeah, as, I, as the chorus also keeps saying crazy, crazy. <laughs> I said, looking at my notes, she like the way I kind of classified it was like I kind of thought of like more of like this chaotic neutral kind of feel where it's just it, it's neutral to the point where it's like it's consistent throughout the whole entire thing, but the whole entire feel behind it is chaotic because mm -hmm. I looked at it, it's like experimental hard rock electronic infusion that like recent bad omens has explored. I've heard Bring Me the Horizon explore this while she sleeps explore this. And it's just creates that chaotic neutral vibe. But then even going more through it, like that consistency of that chaotic neutral thing f continues to flow. But the bass keeps that consistent flow and build as the vocals quickly burst through the verses with some great energy and pace. And then you get to the chorus and it just keeps flowing that exact same way. You just keep getting that exact great feel coming through. And I even like, I even also like how the bridge goes with the same flow and pace of a rougher sound of like the vert of the chorus. And it's more mm -hmm. of that concentrated, crazy sound really flow in the song called Loco Loco. I mm -hmm. mean, I really like the move here because of how chaotic it was and the sound just works really well. 
Nice. Okay, I'm glad to hear that. That's cool. <laughs> That's really cool. And if good, anyone, good. Oh yeah, and and if anyone needs to know if if um they should take a listen to the whole entire album run by Future Palace, and if it is an album of the year candidate, the answer to both those questions is yeah. <laughs> yes um no duh um are, are you kidding me why are you even asking me that question you know the answer is yes all those answers apply to this oh oh my god yes oh my god i'm really excited i'm happy you liked it honestly uh second album uh second time we wrote songs together so it's still pretty young for us but i feel like this album is more confident than the first one and we found our so sound even better and we we try to experiment more and yeah, do different things again. That confidence so. is just going to keep building as you continue to tour with this album. Once this album releases, once people get to listen to it, once you get to see those the reactions of people when you're live on stage and just the everything around there, the confidence is just going to continue to build to the point where, you know, again, 2023, I'm, I'm already going to predict that you guys are going to be over in the U.S. on a nice, huge supporting run, maybe with Spirit Box, maybe with Bad Omens, maybe with Beartooth, maybe, you know, crazy enough would be a day to remember but it is possible mm. yes oh my god yeah let's see let's see how it goes i i can't wait for it honestly can't and wait. then at, at that point protect your voice and then jump into the pit with us so we can together yes. disrespect our surroundings exactly <laughs> perfect <laughs> perfect well maria as we bring this podcast to its conclusion one thing i like to do is always give my guests which in this case is you a chance to say whatever you want to say Plug whatever you want to plug, promote whatever you want to promote at the end of the podcast. So, Maria, floor is yours. All right. All right. So, thanks for having us, first of all. Uh, we're Future Palace from Berlin. Um, yeah, we're having our album out on the June 10th. So, go check it out. You already liked it. So, I hope you will like it, too. Yes. And, um, yeah, follow us on Instagram, Spotify, wherever, TikTok. We, we do it all. We do it all. And I hope I'll catch you soon on tour, maybe even in the U.S. <laughs> That is the perfect way to describe it. Now it's time for me to end this podcast with three things. One, yes, Run by Future Palace comes out on June 10th. They've got tours with Anzo okay, and of course they got the tour with Battle Beast coming up if you're in Europe. But you're also going to want to keep in the know with them because, well, this album is absolutely incredible. And you're going to want to know when they're going to be touring in your area, you know, in the next couple of years. Hope the U.S. in 2023 at the very latest because who knows, maybe at the end of 2022, all of a sudden they come over here and we're like, yeah! <laughs> so here's what you're going to do. You're going to want to follow them on all their social media. You're going to follow them on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Watch their videos on YouTube. Stream the music on Spotify Podcast, wherever you can stream their music. Or Apple Music, I should say. Apple Podcast. That's my thing. <laughs> Apple Music. Um, buy some merch. You know, pre-order the album. Do everything you can. If, if, if they're in your area, go and see them live. But instead of having to look all this stuff up yourself, I'm doing all the legwork for you. Description of the podcast. Say, find Future Palace online. Links and labels for everything. So all you have to do is click like nice. click share click subscribe click follow click order click buy me them tickets because if you see them on tour if you have a chance to be on tour you're gonna end up being like the meme of fry from futurama that's like take my money <laughs> that, that's gonna be me when they come over to the u.s trust me on that so don't miss out on that so time maria now it's time for number two whenever i've guests on the podcast that i've absolutely enjoyed having on the podcast i always tend to make a certain promise as a thank you and to continue to support the band any way i can so mm -hmm. It's happened to every guest I've brought on and pretty much from the start of this podcast with them, I'm like, oh yeah, this is definitely going to be a thing. So you've continued <laughs> the trend. So my promise to you is this. It is not an if. If implies that this might not happen. No. This is yeah. a when. When implies this is going to happen. We just don't know yet. 
So my promise to you is this, when I get to see you perform live for the first time, whether it's over in Europe, whether it's over here in the US or who knows, maybe I end up in Australia at the same point in time where you guys are tuning down there for the first time, just like, <gasps> but when I get to see you perform live for the first time, my promise to you is this, Maria, first round's on me. <laughs> nice. I'm excited, man. That's so cool. I hope I hope it will happen really, really soon, honestly. I hope it happens this year, but at the very latest, it's going to happen in 2023. Again, where it's going to happen, who knows, but that's the beauty of it. It's still going to happen sometime at some point. So, yeah. Exactly. We're working on it. We, oh, of course. So, as we bring this podcast to inclusion, Maria, I cannot end this podcast by saying goodbye for a couple of reasons. One, that is way too final. Two, I mean, I made that promise to you, especially with, you know, I can't wait to see you, you and the band perform live because after hearing that album, it's just like, okay, we need to see this live in the U.S. now. So I'm going to make good on that promise. I always make good on those promises, along with the fact that I hope this is not the only time I bring you on the podcast because this was fun. This was a fantastic conversation, and I'd love to bring you back in the podcast again to also help continue to support the band any way I can. So thank you. This can't be goodbye. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, We're gonna this is see you it. later. Yep, this is see you later. Have you watched the <laughs> podcast for That's what I always end it with. Really? No, I haven't. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> nice, see? <laughs> yeah, so awesome. on that note, see you later. <laughs> see you later, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> well, folks, this is my interview with Maria from the band Future Palace out of Germany. Once again, their new album run comes out on Friday, June 10th. It is dynamic. It is all-encompassing, and it is an album of the year candidate for 2022. This is not a band you're going to want to miss out on due to the fact that this band is going to be touring near you sometime in the next couple of years. 2023, I expect to see them over in the U.S., and I can't wait to do that just because this band has so much going on for it. It's so dynamic that you're not going to miss out on any aspect of it. So, Here's what you're going to do. You're going to go to the description of the podcast under Find Future Palace Online. You're going to follow them on all their socials. You're going to subscribe to their YouTube channel so you can watch music videos. You're going to go and pre-order the album, pre-order some merch, order some merch, whatever it is, support the band, whatever you can. Take a look at where they're going to be playing in Europe in 2022. And if you're within anywhere within two hours of being able to see the show, I suggest you go and do it because Future Palace is definitely going to be worth the price of admission. And you're not going to want to miss out on them in any given capacity. So go and do that. Also, follow us on the Corporate Rush Podcast. We are on socials, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Catch us on all of those. And if you message us on those platforms, you get a message back. Boom, it's going to be for me because I'm still the only one that does this. Please remember to subscribe to the podcast on YouTube where you can watch these interviews. Or if you just want to listen to them in audio stream them, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and Amazon have you covered. Link ships to the podcast. So hit that subscribe button. If you're already subscribing to the podcast, Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Means the world to me. If you are new here and plan on subscribing, thank you very much. If you're new here and you're just like, oh, I just want to watch Future Palace when I don't want to subscribe to the podcast, might I ask if you reconsider? But if you don't feel like subscribing to the podcast at that point, I'm still going to say thank you for enjoying this episode as well. Thank you for going on this journey with us. Uh, please remember to thank our sponsors, Phoenix Fitness and Custom Debuts. Phoenix Fitness, I should say, and Custom Debuts. Links and promo code description of the podcast. And remember, we are sponsoring When We Were Hungry Festival. Las Vegas, October 20th and 21st. Link is in the description of the podcast. For you to check out that. Check out the lineup and get tickets if you haven't gotten them and if they're available. So make sure you go and do that. 
Future Palace is going to be one of those bands that you're not going to want to miss out on. This album is dynamic. If you thought Spirit Box had one hell of a rise, wait until you see what happens with this band when they release Run and wait to see what happens in 2023 when they get their first taste of the U.S. because it's going to happen. You're not going to want to miss out on it. You'll probably find me at least one or two of those shows. Trust me on that. We're going crazy in the pit for Future Palace. We're going to enjoy it. Let's have some fun. So on that note, that's going to be it for me, guys. Thank you for watching and listening to the Card Progression Podcast. My name is Kevin, and you guys know how I end every single one of the big, healthy, and hearty. See ya!